please consider becoming a patron of That Taxi Podcast through Podbean. We've got exclusive content and cool swag for you. Here are some of the testimonials from satisfied patrons. I became a patron on Podbean and won the Powerball and the Mega Millions and the Irish Sweepstakes. I became a patron on Podbean and I got great news from Mari Povich. You are not the father. I became a patron on Podbean and it was the biggest contribution, the best contribution ever made. And then you idiots elected me as your president. Like I became a patron on Podbean and solved the mystery of the missing stickers. And I got some weed. And I got Scooby Snacks. Results not typical. Results not likely. Consult your doctor before joining patrons. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant or plan to become pregnant. Other common side effects may include uncontrollable laughter. Explosive diarrhea. Feelings of superiority. Perpetual dizziness. Rare but possible side effects may include spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous erection. Spontaneous paralysis. Spontaneous spontaneity. Spontaneous death. 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 And impulsiveness. See your doctor if your erection lasts more than four weeks. You mean four hours? Four weeks! <laughs> In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast. So your dad knew you worked in a strip club? No, he doesn't know. Does he, does he like, not know right now even uh no he doesn't know right now the only people that know is like my brother his wife and uh my girlfriend especially if it's women because they like to slap and claw and i don't i'd yeah. rather just get punched and clawed I, I tell you that right now i've been clawed and punched it's not fun. You'd, you'd take the punch yeah and i like that uh he's like yeah my dad never knew yeah, yeah. he does now <laughs> if he listens <laughs> hey dad hi dad hey. hi dylan's dad hey dylan's dad Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. <laughs> okay, yes. Uh, okay, well, let's go. Up we go. Um, I don't have a song, I don't have a song, I don't have a song to sing. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. You got soul? I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Gotcha. All these Are you things a soul that I have done. man. No, that's different. All these things that I have done by the killers. Okay. I don't think they're actually killers, though. It'd be dumb if you were a killer or a murderer and named your man killer <laughs> or murderer. <laughs> and then somebody decides to look into you? Yeah. So, uh... How, how was you... your week? My week my week is okay. How yeah. was yours? You were feeling kind of sick yesterday. I didn't feel too good yesterday. I thought it was something I ate on Sunday night, but it turns out it was more than that. What was it? Just a 24-hour bug, I guess. Oh. Yeah, when we were meeting... <clears throat> we did our pregame and i was like man i don't know if i can do this i was playing like what are those called glands right there glands. under your ears or thyroid yeah thyroid starting to 
Battlefield 8. Yeah, we met, so uh, like usual, on Monday um, evening. And uh, we met with somebody who uh, we interviewed. <clears throat> well, I interviewed. You interviewed. Because... What was his name? Dylan. Dylan. Dylan the bouncer. Dylan the door guy. Dylan the door guy works. Door guy. And uh, so Thomas went home and threw up. And Dylan and I he went and parked downtown. Oh, what I wanted to say was the the um, the homeless woman that's always on the corner that you oh, yeah, knew. Yeah. Um, I talked to you one time. Now you think she's my girlfriend. She's your girlfriend. She, you like her. You want to have babies. <laughs> anyway, uh, she asked one of the guys coming out of the uh, Greasy Spoon there for a cigarette. Oh, there you go. And he held out a cigarette to her, and she was like, no, 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 throw it to me. So he's like, he threw it to her, and she went, Boop! and it popped out of her hand, and it flew into traffic. As it's all coming down the road. She don't care. She didn't care. No. She, it wasn't that, actually, in this context, it wasn't that she didn't just not care. She didn't even think about it because she immediately is chasing the cigarette. Right. That's all that's in her mind. Mm -hmm. Traffic had to screech to the hall. Okay. And we're all like, ah! And so she backs up a little. She's like, go ahead, go ahead. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to. And sure enough, as I was saying it, they rode over her cigarette. <laughs> So she walks out into the street and stomps on another one. Yeah, and then she yells at him because he was walking up the street. So he lit another one and threw it to her. Oh, lit one. Yeah. She didn't care about that. She caught it and was able to. And burned her hand. No, no, I didn't. I didn't notice that. Why did she want him to throw it to her? I don't know. He didn't. She didn't want him to come close. He actually lit one. Yeah. Put it in his mouth. And lit one. You know, that was the thing in the day, too, right? You could light, light two oh, cigarettes yeah. and give it to people. That yeah. wasn't a problem. Right. That was in the movies. That was like a gallant thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Right. Now, uh, gallant. That's funny. Um, now. Remember that from Highlights? Goofus and Gallant? Did you ever look at that? Gallant. Cartoon? Gallant? I was yeah. called Gallant. Gallant. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Highlights. Oh, man. There's a flashback. I love the. Going do to they the... still have it? Do they still I don't know, highlights? but that's. One of the high, one of the highlights, quote yeah. unquote, of going to sure. the dentist office was they had a highlights magazine. Yeah, wow. We should go in there and look to see if they have a highlight. I think I slammed those drinks too fast. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway, and drove over here. No, I already took the bus. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Uh, here's our interview. My interview with you Dylan. can say our. It's our eh, podcast. Eh, it's our podcast. Here's our interview with Dylan. Okay, Thomas wimped out, so it's just going to be me and Dylan in here. I have Dylan visiting. He is a uh, bouncer at one of the local nightclubs, and he also has a podcast. The podcast is called Demographics. Demographics. How'd you come up with that name? It's spelled a little differently too, right? Yeah, so it's instead of a PH, it's with an F. Yeah, Demograph, um, letter F, fix. Yeah, and it's a capital F, not a lowercase. Oh, okay. So. Um, I came up with that name. I was looking for a unique name, but I just didn't want to call it, you know, Dylan and the boys or something. <laughs> um, because I knew, you know, there's millions of podcasts. So that one, that name's already taken. I right. can guarantee you. So, and then, you know, I was looking for words to describe like a conversation or facts. And then as I was driving down the road, it just popped in my head. Okay. Demographics. All right. Cool. So, All right. How would you describe the subject matter? Is it just that you talk about facts and 
Yeah, so we talk about facts or stories. It kind of just depends on what we're talking about or who we're interviewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's comedy, too. You know, we make fun of each other, banter. Yeah, it's um, nice to hear. Yeah. You, it's you, your brother, and some friends. Yeah, my, my best friend from high school and then my childhood friend that I've known since I was, like, five. Who's your target uh, target audience? Do you have one in mind? Or? Um, Kind of, you know, the just the the everyday blue-collar guy. You know, okay. he just wants to um, – maybe he's having a tough day and he wants to get a laugh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys are having fun. I can tell oh, yeah. as you go along, you're getting, you, you're listening up. And here's how, how I would describe this. Have you ever kept a journal? I haven't. No. Okay. I so, start, though. so I used to keep a journal and I remember when I started and the same thing happened to, to Thomas and I with the podcast. As you start your journal, you write, this journal is here to help me do this, that, or the other thing. And you're careful because someone could find your journal oh, boy. and you don't want anybody <laughs> to read some of this shit, right? Because it's personal. So you're kind of guarded sometimes about some of the things that you write. The same thing happened in our podcast. We were sort of protective about some of the things we said. Mm-hmm. But by, you know, a few weeks into keeping a journal, if you kept it every day, you don't care. No. You just write, fuck that bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, my mom's a asshole, you know, or something like that. You write all oh, this man. shit in your journal because you're getting to it, man. And we're, we've discovered we loosened up and started having more fun, becoming more relaxed with what we talk oh, about. Yeah. And I can already sense that in the episodes that you've done, uh, that once you got with your boys, you, you started tightening down on some of the things that you're talking about, but you're being more relaxed about the yeah, subject matter, definitely. you know, and mm-hmm. that further you get, the better you get at that. So that's something to look forward to with what you do. The reason you're here today is because of your capacity as a bouncer in this town, a door person yep. and bouncer. How long have you been doing it? I've been doing it on and off for about 10 years. Um, I think the biggest break I've had not bouncing is about been two and a half years. Why bouncing, by the way? Uh, you know, I just, um, it's just to fill time. You know, I like to, I like to save money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm doing a job or if I'm working, I feel like that's the best way for me personally. I can save money. You can work and you're making money while you're saving, saving the money you have. Yeah. If you feel maybe you feel like I do with the taxi, I discovered I don't have to go out to the bars and hang out. It is hanging out mm-hmm. and I'm getting paid to hang out. So I'm getting my social yeah. needs met and getting paid and I'm not blowing money. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, I enjoy that. Do you like it? Oh, yeah, I like it. It's, um, you know, I, I found very quickly um, back when I was a little bit younger because I started when I was 21. It was an easy way to pick up on girls. Yeah. You know, so, sure, uh, sure. but then, you know, that gets really old with the drama real quick. So. Yeah. And especially <laughs> if you start getting older and those who go into the clubs are kind of the same, like what was the Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey, oh my God, McConaughey, McConaughey, that's yes. what you say. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> in one of his lines of one of the movies, it's like, I love it. I stay the same age, or I get older and the, they all stay the same age. Obviously, you know? Yeah. Yep. And we're going to find out kind of your attitude towards some of this and some oh, of the yeah. questions. Um, because there's a point at which you just kind of don't want to deal with the drama anymore. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. But I also have a very long fuse. So that helps me being a bouncer. You yeah. know, it's, it's always using your words first. Even if you get touched, you keep your cool. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm really good at that also. So, okay. Yeah. Well, before we spin the wheel, we, um, I'm going to ask a question that I think Thomas and I want to ask of everybody that comes through the cab. What's your craziest story? Oh man. <laughs> um probably when I worked at the strip club in Boise. Boise, Idaho? Boise. Is it a big town? Uh, How big is Boise? I would say Boise, man, it's growing so fast. I would say it's like half the size or a quarter the size of Seattle. Okay. Yeah. 
I lived in the Midwest during my college years, and we did go to a city that's about the size of Bellingham, and they had a strip okay. club, but it was a little not what you it was like the low end kind oh, yeah. of strip clubs what was it what, what kind of strip club was this uh it was I, I would say it was more on the lower end definitely okay. it, it was one of the older strip clubs in town you know it, it probably needed some work on the inside and out mm. okay <laughs> yeah uh, but but the, it's a college town so the girls were oh the girls were, were college were, girls were pretty far not the looks you know the one i'm talking about they had the local girls you <laughs> oh, know okay. what i mean yeah, so, i've been to town yeah some yeah. of them might have been in their 40s and oh, uh missing a few teeth or something like kids. that. Yeah, right. A couple kids. <laughs> well, don't the they all? To work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they have a playground in the back. Oh yeah. Um, tell me a crazy story that happened in this strip club. So, second night I was there, I got I got into it with a guy. And the one thing you gotta know about a strip club is they're all the same assholes. Mm-hmm. Every single guy. He brings in a bunch of money and he thinks he can do whatever he wants. Right. And when I got hired there. The guy told that guy that owned the establishment. He told me, "There's one. There's a one chance rule. After that, he's out of here." Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's the classic, you know, don't touch the girls. Right. It doesn't matter how much money you're throwing out, especially in the private rooms. Don't touch the girls. And she, you know, she came to me, complained. I said, "Okay." He did it again. Time for him to get out. So when I went when I went to go get him out, another another guy of mine backed me up. He kind of took over because it was my second night. You know, they're trying to ease me in. And all of a sudden, because I turned around, because I was in front of him, first mistake I made, <laughs> going to go open the door for him. He grabs me from behind. Oh, my goodness. So Like bear hug grabbed like me from Like bear hug me, locked my arms. And the only thing I could think of was I need to get this guy around because the door opened out. Right. right? I need to slam up against the door. Well, I was so jacked up and on adrenaline, I spun him around pretty easy because he was a little liquored up. Yeah. And, he, and I, I backpedaled, backpedaled his door, his back hit the door. Went out and he hit his lower back hit the railing and he let go because all that pain Impact. went to his yeah. to his lower back and he let go and then that that was it that was I mean I I had never been so caught off guard in my life that did you me. did you have to call uh like medical or EMT no or no he okay he, so he he stumbled down the stairs and and he ran off but I I couldn't believe it I was yeah <laughs> that sounds actually kind of scary too because you mm-hmm. don't know how that's gonna no go or continue. You know? Exactly. And and me, you know, I wasn't even like I was kind of pumped with adrenaline, but you know, I wasn't I wasn't wanting to get him back. You yeah. know, I'm I'm a bouncer, I gotta keep he's my gone. Cool. Yeah. So now he's walking off, so I'm fine now, you know. But this is your second day. This is my second day and I worked there for about six weeks or so. Oh why yeah. so short? Uh working at a strip club, it's probably the roughest place I ever worked, but it was after shenanigans, like after hour shenanigans that happened. It was the crowd with the, the drugs and the girls was just a little too much. So, like, after the yeah. place closed, there would still be people that stayed yeah, in the club. So, and... so, you got to mop and you got to clean up and you got to, you know. So, after that, we all kind of sit around at the bar and yeah, we, like, we might Like hang everybody out. does here, too. Yeah, like exactly. That. So, you know, we might hang out till, you know, sometimes 5.30 in the morning. Uh, me and a, a guy I met there, first guy I met there, we go up shoot pool. Well, you know, they're they're snorting coke yep. and um, yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, they're having fun with the girls in the back. And I just, it just what, coke and strippers just isn't really my scene. Right. So I, I, I literally just did it to make enough money so I could call my dad to come pick me up because I was moving back. to. So your dad knew yeah. you worked in a strip club or you just said, come pick me up? <laughs> no, I just said, come pick me up. He doesn't know. <laughs> no, he doesn't know. Does he, does he like not know right now even? Uh, No, he doesn't know right now. The only people that know is like my brother, his wife and uh, my girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
How's your girlfriend feel about you having worked in a strip club? Um, she didn't really give me an opinion on it or, you know, didn't really say anything about it. She just thought it was interesting. Okay. But I told her, you know, on our first date, I've bounced pretty much everywhere you can think of. How long have <laughs> you guys been dating? Uh, we've been dating uh, two months. Okay. Yeah. So nowhere in any sort of conversation has she said, oh, I bet you met some sexy girls at your strip club where you used to work. No, not no, that's all. not coming. <laughs> She's not that kind of girl. <laughs> Just wait, it's coming. It's oh, coming. yeah, it's, it's coming. buried in. She's, she's got the information. It's just way back there in the back <laughs> of her head. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um, wait, what years was this around? Uh, so this was pre... No, this was after COVID. So this was 20... Oh, okay, not that long ago. 2021? No, 2020. Yeah, that's, so that's not that long ago. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is... You've listened to some of our podcasts. What we do is we spin this wheel of life and it lands on a number and whatever topic it lands on, that's what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to spin this. Okay. Thomas is laughing right now because I have a a little neuropathy in his hand. So it's hard for me to do some stuff. So, (laughs) all right. Three is interesting happenstance. Uh, Do you have anything that just kind of interesting that happens to you at the club? I do. Like what? So, one time at the door, this girl, I'm talking about girls coming up to me at the club. And okay. it's, it's over the time I've done this, it just, it always happens. And this in particular girl was uh, very pretty. Okay. And she wanted my number. So, I gave her my number. And uh, she texts me like an hour later. And this is just before the club was closing. So I, you know, text her back, you know, we had some text back and forth and she's like, well, um, you know, let me, let me come to your place and we can hang out and drink a few beers. And I think, I think we all know what that means. Yeah. So we. She just wants to be friends. Oh yeah. Yeah. She just wants to <laughs> watch a movie and yeah, eat popcorn. Right. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, she, so she comes over, uh, she didn't realize how far I lived. Um, I lived a little bit away from here. Okay. Uh, it's not just around the corner. I live in the same town. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. We, uh, we get, we, you know, we go up to my room, you know, I, uh, Netflix and chill, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, the fun begins. Okay. And, uh, you're playing Parcheesi. Well, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and just before the real fun starts, and I mean, just before like whips and chains. What, yeah. Uh, she says she has to leave. Oh, and I said, wait, <laughs> so, uh, I was like, oh, uh, Okay. And uh, she just grabbed her stuff and she left. And was I, there something wrong? Uh, you know, I I I felt like I was doing a lot of the work, so um, I don't think there was anything wrong. But uh, she just was there left. anything suspicious about it? Like, was she working you for something? Or? You know, I I still can't figure out till this day what happened because, like I said, I was uh, I, w- I was uh, working you know pretty good at it, and yeah. um, it, it she I could tell she was liking it, and then. Uh, I still can't, and that was the only uh, I call it the blue ball situation. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I wasn't very happy, but uh, you know, it, sometimes you strike. Out, I, even I guess. I, yeah, <laughs> even when crossing the base, yeah. uh, that is interesting because oh that was an effort for her to go that far. I was oh like, yeah, you know, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like <laughs> 16 miles. Yeah, I live further north. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Are you counting? Oh yeah. Oh, deep, I deep see. County. Yeah. Oh wow. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So yeah. that'd take a while. That's an yeah. effort to get there. North and then east. So, yeah. The last town. Okay. <laughs> so it is fair for a male person to expect that a female person who makes a plan like that has an agenda to have oh, yeah. sex. 
right? Mm -hmm. And yep. then that it doesn't pan out can be very frustrating to the guy. But fair enough if she had her, re you know, she had reasons and she decided she didn't want to do it anymore. Yep. Right? It's fair enough. But uh, I just want it to be understood that it's not unreasonable that a guy <laughs> might feel a little uh, frustrated. Yes, very frustrated. Not in an angry way, <laughs> but in a very physical, sexual way. Blue balls is a good way to put it. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. That's interesting. So do you get hit on a lot at the club? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been approached many times with numbers. And, uh, you know, I've, I've done the approaching myself, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I've, I've also been turned down, you know, probably the same amount of times that I've been successful. Oh, so, I see. You know. Okay. Um, so, yeah. what kind of number is that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh man. Yeah, that's interesting. I, that's and that also I think is expected because we get this in the cab. We get hit on a lot. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Not so much anymore for me because um, pretty much everybody that I drive is somebody that I know. I don't drive a lot of strangers anymore. I mean, it okay. used to be random girls from the club. They would get in. They would flirt with me. They would touch me. They would invite me into their places. Oh, I had boy. one who asked me to leave the meter running uh, and then come in. She would pay what was ever on the meter at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, it happens a lot. Boy, I wish I knew this when I was in high school and college. Girls want to get laid just like a guy oh, does. Yeah. And yep. I didn't know that. So um, driving a taxi really kind of opened my eyes to that. I didn't realize, there you go. realize that. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's spin the wheel again. We Thomas and I usually do two. Okay. Hey, Thomas, listen to that. I did a good job. Uh, did I mention Thomas isn't here because he... Being a pussy. He's being a puss. <laughs> <laughs> he wimped out because he was feeling pukey. He wanted to go Whoa. home. So Feeling sick. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. This is a gear grinder. Anything bother you about your job? Oh, what gets man. on your nerves? The I'd say it happened a lot this weekend. So when we have shows at the club... It's almost always thirty bucks. Uh -huh. You know, this is what the promoters want. Thirty bucks for the ticket. Thirty bucks for the ticket yeah. to get in the door. And now, yeah, that's a steep cover. But when we have, you know, like this last weekend, we had Bubba Sparks. Oh, right. Yeah, I saw that. Um, you know, we we have some of these guys maybe that aren't too popular anymore, but maybe back in the day they were. Yeah. And you know, that's just what it costs to get in. My biggest pet peeve with that is people go, oh, well, that's just too much. It's like, okay, well, my thing, in my opinion, now maybe. You know, I understand everybody wants to have fun, but if you're out going downtown drinking and you don't have, you know, sometimes it covers five bucks, 10 bucks, but they complain about that too. Yeah. It's like, if you, if you don't have five bucks to get in a club, maybe you shouldn't be out downtown drinking. Yeah. And, and that's just what I think, but it's like, it's just, you hear it and hear it. And it's just like, you're so sick of hearing it. It's like, dude, the cover is 30 bucks. No, you're not getting in free. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you have anybody who says, I know the owner, right? Oh, I... yeah. Well, let me talk to so-and-so. You know, I, I hear it all the time. I won't say her name, but it's like, yeah. well, let me talk to so-and-so. And it's like, she'll come back to me and said, I don't even know that guy. I don't even know that girl. I'm like, yeah, they, yeah. So yeah. It happens I, I, I've talked with Mackenzie who works the door there sometimes just to, you mm -hmm. know, taking numbers in the, and the, and the gate or the door. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she'll say the same thing. People will say yeah. oh i i know so-and-so or i i'm with so-and-so it's like <laughs> i don't care yeah. she's great though her attitude oh is so she would make a good door girl yeah she's great <laughs> she tells how it is i yeah. love her i think men are intimidated by her oh uh, 100%. yeah she's she's no shit you know yeah i wouldn't mess with her <laughs> boy we get it in the cab too yeah people mm -hmm. are like how much is it that's so expensive it's like then yeah taxis are expensive yeah. and when you go to a club you're not Yes, you could drink at home a lot 
for the amount of money you're paying for this ticket. But the thing is, you're buying all of it. You're buying the band. You're buying the performer. You're buying the atmosphere. You're buying the opportunity to hit on a guy or a girl. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you're you're paying for. Yeah, entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah, it's it's a social experience. Not being at home. If it's too expensive, okay, that's all right. Just go to a different place. Now, I do get that people come up to me and they say, uh, how much is your cab? And I I always start with, I'm the most expensive cab in town. That's my way to deter them. I don't want them in the cab. If you're asking me, if you're asking me, it means you're pinching pennies or whatever. How about just don't worry about it. Find another cab. Let's just start there. And they get insulted. You know, if you can't afford it, that's that's a good approach. But then you yeah. might end it up in a fight. You would yeah. end up in a fight if you probably said, if you can't afford it, don't come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like fuck you. I can afford it. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. <laughs> um, that's probably the most common gear grinder that you. Have. Yeah, it's the most common. Um, I said, if, I mean, I guess if I had to pick another one, it's it's the guy that wants to explain his side of the story. And it's like, dude, I've already made the decision. You're out of here. Right. Nothing you say will change my mind. Right. You were touching on the girl and she yeah. didn't like it. So you're out. Yeah. And he's got to explain, well, you know, this happened. I bought her drinks and she was liking it. Okay. Well then she wasn't. Yeah. And she <laughs> so, was liking it until she wasn't. And yeah. you're like, let me tell you a story about a girl who came to my house. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Trust me. It was all going good until yeah. she wanted to leave. <laughs> and then when she wanted to leave, she left. And so that's it, man. Yeah. She didn't want to be with you anymore. <laughs> Hey, rough story. I'm with you. I get it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is funny. Does anybody ever want to fight you? Oh yeah. I've had, I've had a, I had a guy just recently, actually. Um, he got in my face. You could tell he was so drunk, but he was so like, like hateful and then happy, hateful and oh, then happy. Scary. And he's like, man, I'm, I'm so glad you're here. And then he turned around next day. Like, I'm going to hit you. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not going to hit me. So he was so back and forth, and then it's pretty soon I like had my hands in front of my like in front of me, yeah. like dude, don't don't be hitting me or I'm gonna have to take you out, and you're gonna get 86. I want you to come back. Have right. a good time, you know. Just come back tomorrow. So he, I didn't get hit, but yeah, I've I've been I've had some close ones there. Yeah, but I, I've only been there a year this January, and luckily I've not got any fights yet. Yeah, but, that's good. So. That's good. Yeah, there's um. <clears throat> Thomas and I noticed in the same thing in the cab, because I think we all work in the same industry, basically. Oh, yeah, basically. Is usually when you call somebody out for either being drunk or misbehaving or something like that, there's a level, unless they work industry, and even then it doesn't matter, yep. they get embarrassed. And when they're embarrassed, they double down on the behavior. I yep. wasn't at fault. I only had one drink. I didn't, I, she wanted to be with me. You know, they want to yep. explain. There's, they double down on their behavior. Accurate. Yeah. Yep. And the fight thing, I would worry. Do you have a technique to diffuse the the bomb yeah i i just try to you know well you know if i have to especially if it's like a like a screaming match between two girls it's like you know i first i separate them you know i get another bouncer especially if it's women because they like to slap and claw and i don't i'd rather just get punched than clawed i I tell you that right now i've been clawed and punched you'd you'd take the punch yeah um so i just separate them i ask what happened briefly and then i go i always end with hey you know what uh, we're just going to get you out of here tonight. Um, you know, I think that's the safest thing to do uh, for everybody here and, and all the customers. But just come back tomorrow. Like, if it's a Friday. Yeah. You know, I say, come back tomorrow. Come back next weekend. But tonight, like, you're done. Yeah. So that's usually my thing. Yeah, I knew a bartender when he would cut somebody off. And if they objected, he would say, listen, it's okay. I'll tell you what. <laughs> when you come back, I got your cover and I'll, got you. I'll pay your first drink. Oh, nice. And, and 
usually immediately they're like, cool, man. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> you don't have to pay to come in. I'll take care of that and I'll buy you your first drink. And um, I thought that was interesting. It was an interesting approach. Yeah. And, and it was how he said it. It was kind of like an off the side. I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I'm going to do this for you if Just you help me out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and it worked. Yeah. It was... wow, I'm going to have to use that. Yeah. And then when they come to me the next week, I'm going to say, what Who are you talking you? about? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? I don't even know you, dude. <laughs> I imagine some of them don't oh, remember yeah. Well, that's what maybe. I thought you were going with that. I was waiting for the yeah. punchline. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine some may not remember that that yeah. happened. Mm. Uh, but. You know, all right. Well, that was interesting. I appreciate you coming on and talking about this. I think yeah. all of this is uh, uh, interesting to a lot of people. They get to see behind the scenes of some of the things that we do. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm interested in the world out there of other people who maybe deal with the same kind of things that you deal with who are not industry. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would love to have those people call. Um, but before we leave, let's plug your podcast again. It is Demographics. It is spelled with an F, not a PH. Mm-hmm. You can find it on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, um, and all the other ones you can think of. Uh, I just got uploaded. There's only four episodes, um, but more episodes to come. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, Dylan, thanks for uh, hanging out. Hey, no problem. What'd you think? Was I supposed to listen? I was sleeping. Oh <laughs> you got zonked out from your drinks. It's pretty good. He's yeah, pretty, pretty good interview girl. Yeah, it was a. Uh, there like, were some interesting points. Like what he he made the point about it's like going out without actually going out. Yeah, it's like kind of the same thing. You like said hanging out at the bars. Yep. But you're working. You're getting paid. It's the nice thing about this job is it satisfies your social needs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can see that. I feel like it's pretty bold to say, you know, I, I, I got the job to pick up chicks, but why not? Well, sure. I mean, why not any job, you know, that you decide, oh, I like all the girls at the bank. I'm going to go there and work, you know. You're not bouncing for the money. That's for sure, right? Yeah, they don't pay a lot of money. And, but it's all, uh, yeah. But I got to say, if I was a bouncer at a strip club in a college town, I could last more than eight weeks. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> would try. <laughs> Yeah, that, and I like that uh, he's like, yeah, my dad never knew. Yeah, yeah. Now he does now. <laughs> if he listens, yeah. which he probably doesn't. I feel like he was. Oh, I'm sure somebody safe. in his family is going to mention it. And then. Well, he's going to share the episode yeah. with everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hi, Dad. Hey. Hi, Dylan's dad. Hey, Dylan's dad. But I'm, it, it kind of gave himself a moral prop there by saying it was because of the after hours shit that kind of sure. turned him off to it. But you could see that. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. you could go to a place because it's hot and sexy and all that, but not be into that scene. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's a good good point for him for not liking the uh, Coke scene and the yeah. party scene. So Yeah. Well, he's a good, he's a country boy, I think. Country I can boy, tell. take me home. Okay. <laughs> so I think that's Country Roads, just oh, to save you from that. You might got that wrong. But we see that in the cab where, I mean, I did. I made a lot of money off those bartenders and servers after hours yeah. and uh, drink and smoke and yeah. do coke and, um, mm-hmm. but it's different now than it was just seven or eight years ago. You know why? why? That is, it's because weed is legal. I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, because now people just go home and smoke a bowl. Yeah. So and watch Netflix. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on on the interview? Well, he's like you was saying that incident where the girl hit on him and called him and texted him and, and came over to his came house. over to his house and they got hot and heavy and then and then she's like ah right 
Uh, I think there's girls that do that just to see how far they can get. And I call it wedding ring syndrome. Do you think they do because that intentionally? They, I think they do because there's women who, who see a ring on a man's finger and say, oh, I bet I can get this guy to, you know, and see how far they can get with him. So, yeah, but that was a pretty good part. of. I like that. I call it wedding ring syndrome when a girl will see your wedding ring and then try. We're supposed to say women. Yeah, I don't. I'm uh, Archie Bunker here. So, uh, yeah. And then the gear grinder, the cost complainer, we get that all the time. All the time. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that. I'm sure everybody can. You end up having to have like a sentence pattern that you just throw out yeah. each time somebody says mm -hmm. that because it's so cliche. Sometimes I've said, uh, well, it's cheaper to walk, you know, and things like that. Yeah. Well, and I forgive a lot of people of that, too, that, like, they'll say, oh, that's so expensive. I mean, like, I know this is really expensive. Mm -hmm. And they, some apologize to me if somebody offers them a free ride. They feel terrible about canceling the ride. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. I get it, man. Take a free ride. Sure. It's, it is expensive. Give the guy some gas money for taking you. Yeah, give him five yeah. bucks instead of 20 bucks to me, right. you know. But, you know, I have to go home and tell. Luke, yeah, you can't have no shoes. <laughs> I have to go tell my son, no shoes. No baseball cards. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too funny. It was interesting uh, because our jobs are so similar. Yeah. It was it was as good as talking to a cab driver, which leads leads me to want to have more people on the show who have a job at the bank or a job at the psychiatric place. Front or desk at the front walk-in clinic. Yeah, the yeah. front desk. Like, what do you mean a doctor can't see me for two hours? I'm I'm we're friends. Yeah. I know I don't have an I, I appointment, know but I know the doctor. He'll see me. Just tell him I'm here. Yep. <laughs> I want those stories. Yeah. So please. But they know our address. Nobody ever calls us. Yeah. Nobody ever sends us money. Nobody yeah. likes us. We have us. people who give us money. Yeah. We want to thank you to our sponsors. Yeah. You know. And maybe some more will because I just posted the episode for tomorrow. And we mentioned a free black light flashlight. Ooh, maybe for patrons. We don't even know if anybody's listened to it. It's not out yet. It's, it's not tomorrow. out yet. It's, it's tomorrow. well, it's in eight hours. Yeah. Quote unquote tomorrow. Well, anyway. Anyway, but that's a pretty good interview. Yeah. Do you have a? Sorry, I couldn't contribute to any of my stories. He was puking out his goods. Do you have a joke for us? I do. Because I didn't even ask him for a joke. Oh, you should have. Yeah. Is he a joke teller? I don't think so. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I have a story about a divorce. So a woman goes into a lawyer's office and says, I want to divorce my husband. This is in the South, by the way. Is that what your your accent or is that? That's is, her accent. The lawyer says, on what grounds? I'll say, I'll say, on what grounds? And the woman says, grounds? Well, we got two and a half acres, but I'm not worried about that right now. The lawyer says, no, that's not what I meant. Do you have some sort of grudge? Woman answers, yeah, we have a two-car grudge, but there's only one car in it, so the rest is for storage. Now the lawyer's getting pretty frustrated, and he says, does he beat you up? The woman answers, no, I'm up by 6 o'clock, and sometimes he don't get up till noon. <laughs> the lawyer yells out, lady, just tell me why you want to get a divorce. And the woman says, we just can't seem to communicate. <laughs> okay yeah that's cute <laughs> oh that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke yeah you said that's cute it is it's cute mm -hmm. it's cute not dirty no I, I was waiting for the i was waiting for it to drop some dirt nope 
No, we're good. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good rest of the evening. Stay positive, kids. Good show, Dylan. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.